Care Pod. I'm Joel Kim Booster. I'm Meacher Johari. Um, we are here to help you. Welcome um, home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Um, <laughs> we are a call and advice podcast. Um, we do want to say up top that Mitra and I are unqualified to answer your questions about nearly everything. Yeah, um, I would say there's nothing that I feel confident giving advice about, but I am here giving advice. Because we love attention. We love attention. We love um, spending work time with each other and no and, other time. And no other time. <laughs> no other time outside the pod. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, that's sort of the, the headline of what this podcast is, if you don't know already. We're going to give you guys advice. Uh, we'd love for you to call in. We have some people, some wonderful people that have called and written in, and we are so excited to talk to them. Before we do that, Joel, what's going on? Oh, God. God, I feel like it's been a while since we've seen each other, which I always start by saying, because again, we only see each other to record this podcast. It is you true. do not exist to me outside of this Earwolf recording studio. And same, which <laughs> I, I'm glad we're at least on the same page. And, you know, with every relationship, there's one that loves the other one a little bit more. And I think mm-hmm. it is probably me too, yeah. Joel. Yeah, you're And I think that's palpable um, in the podcast is that you. I am desperate for Joel's approval. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really going to try to get it by the end of this podcast. Who, who knows how long that will take? Yeah. And Hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Maybe. So that's what's exciting is that we will do this for as long as it takes for me to get Joel's <laughs> approval. <laughs> and then we'll stop. And then, and then, we then will I will, stop. I might, it might be in the middle of an episode. I will say, ding, 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 we've reached the point. I finally respect you. Okay, and then podcast over. Done. That's how we know that the podcast is over. It's in our contract, actually. It's in our contract that when Joel um, approves of what I do and respects my work and just me as a person. It's actually not even work. I feel like you respect my work, but not me as a person. No. Not at all. And I I understand that. And I do respect you. My respect for you is so great. And um, and I, but I understand, with that respect comes the respect of also you not respecting me. Yes. 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 Um, so I. Um, it's so it's up. <laughs> so we're both getting ready to shoot our shows, which is very exciting. Yes. Um, I'm ve- you're going to Seattle. I'm going to Seattle. Which is exciting. And have you spent a lot of time in Seattle? I've spent no time in Seattle. Have you, you've never even been, not even once. I've never been, not even once. That's I'm going to go live there. Which I love saying. Seattle. My best friend is from is currently living in Seattle. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm not speaking, of course, not about you. Yeah. A hostile um, uh, environment on today's episode. <laughs> But I think you're going to love it. I the, the I would say top five or six hottest person I've ever had sex with was in Seattle. And That's, so I hope I mean, that for you. Yeah. I hope to see that person <laughs> while I'm there. He is a former gymnast um, from the Ukraine who is now studying math. Whoa. At a I mean, in and here's the thing: none of those things are attractive to me, and I still said whoa. <laughs> that Wait, is not at all what I'm interested. You don't in. like guys who are former gymnasts from the Ukraine or mathematicians? It's just like not an, a sexy sentence to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think like I like I'm just like a thick, hard body is not quite my speed. <laughs> I hope your boyfriend is not listening to this because I have it on good authority that Whitmer, when he looks in the mirror, sees himself as a thick, hard body. He has a a, th- a thick, hard ass. And oh, I love that. <laughs> wait, really? For real? For real. Because of skateboarding, he's like squatting all the time. Oh my God. I did not even think about. Next time you, you see him, you'll Well, know. he's always like draped in like big Junko jeans. I know. So it's hard to sort of 
sense the shape of an ass. Well, that's like what that's what's great is you you peel back the layers and, and that's a special give surprise. It a, you for know what? I'm you. giving you permission. Give it a grab next oh, time you see him. Wow. <laughs> and that is, and and we want to be clear here. That is how consent works. That is how consent when works. When you are in a relationship, so their consent becomes sort of your consent. Yeah. So it's mine is his. You know, he can give mine away too. Oh. JK. Like, actually, it's not a two-way street, but I do I do feel that he would be okay with it. Um, <laughs> but I we'll so. circle back. We'll circle back. We'll circle back, but I do believe that he would be okay with it. A big hard ass on wit. Wow. I know. Doesn't that change everything? It, it really <laughs> does. It sort of shifts sort of like how I feel about him because every I find that everyone's worth is stored in their ass. For me, personally. I, I mean, he definitely has a better ass than I do, I feel. Really? And I, th- I think I have a good one. Yeah. And I think he has, I, I feel... Uh, a co- like a covetable ass. Okay. Just well, letting you know. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Um, but, I am yeah. famously shooting my show here in Los Angeles, the Universal Lot for Queens, mm-hmm. that classic substitute. Yes. Um, I, well, I've I, always said the Universal Lot looks just like Queens. It's the queen. People say, <laughs> it's they're the like, Queens of if, Los you're, Angeles. if you're looking for Queens, you need to head on up to the Universal Studios. Don't go to Queens. Don't go to Queens. Go <laughs> hop on over to Universal. I will say working on the Universal Lot is wild because the other day I was driving uh, off the lot and I made a wrong turn. It's very confusing. And very it is confusing. like the places where where you're, where you're shooting is so is connected to the park too. And I made a wrong turn and I ended up in the half-constructed Jurassic World section of Universal That's Studios. That's cool. And it was very cool. But they it was so Jurassic Park because I was driving and all of the, the guys who were building it were like, you gotta get out of here. Yeah, you're in the wrong spot. Get out of here. Wow. And it was as though I were in danger. Um, from a real live dinosaur. It felt very thrilling. I was like, this should be a part of the ride. Is that you? Yeah, you're, you accidentally <laughs> drive into the park and, and, they're, and they're not done. And they're not done. <laughs> and they're, and they're not are, done. And they're angry. And that's angry. the scariest and thing of all. They're not done. They're not done and they are mad about <laughs> they it. Are they are upset with you personally because they're not done. I'm so excited because I will be shooting on the Universal lot during the scary Halloween days. <gasps> and that is that's a dream. Cool. That that's cool. That is a dream. really cool. Um, to get access to that. Oh, I can't wait. I love that for you. <laughs> That's exciting. Um, all right. How do you prepare for getting in, for starting a new job? Um, I'm buying a Nintendo Switch. Love that. That's what I'm doing to prepare for this job. Because here's the thing I want to speak to everyone about who is listening to this podcast about is that acting is the easiest job in the world. And never <laughs> let anyone tell you differently. Never <laughs> let anyone tell you that this job is hard. The only hard part about acting is getting the job. Is the lead up and the psychic energy it takes to continually do, try. Try. Yeah. But then once you have the job, it is the easiest thing in the world. You're drinking a lot of drinks. You're drinking, you're eating a lot of snacks. You're sitting for 90% of the time that you were on set. You mm-hmm. were sitting. And it is so easy. And, um, and to, to, I, I, I never understand when I hear stories of people being rude or mean to people on set because what we are doing is so stupid and easy mm-hmm. to, imagining being rude to someone on set who's doing actual work, who has to look at a screen or deal with wires, for instance. Anybody who has to deal with wires on set, I'm like, that's a real job. That takes knowledge. I, I can't be, no one would let me within a thousand feet of a wire. No, exactly, I me either. Fi- I would find a way. I wouldn't know what it. to do with a wire. So what does the Nintendo Switch have to do oh, with Oh, because the, in, <laughs> within the 90% of the time that I'm sitting in Maybe a trailer or on a seat, I will be playing Nintendo Switch, Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Love that. 
Don't know what any of that is. And I and I love that. That's not for you to know. I love that. And I don't have to know. No one's expecting me to know. Mm -mm. That's Mm -mm. great. Um, what are you doing to prepare? I um I well, I'm going to a new place. So I got one of those, um, I shudder as I say this, but I got one of those little travel books, like the Fodor's travel book, because I'm gonna be there for a couple months. And I just went through the neighborhoods that I know I'm gonna be in and I circled a bunch of stuff that I wanna try and like hikes and restaurants and stuff that I think will be exciting. Cause I'm I wanna like get to know the city. That's stupid. I know. (laughs) It's so stupid. It's sick. There's like three things to do. No, they're it's so, and they're so all much. fucking that Sucking. Ukrainian <laughs> former gymnast mathematician. Well, yeah, that's definitely in the travel book. Is find people that Joel once took <laughs> hooked up with and just say, "Hey, it's Mitra, co-host a podcast with Joel, this person that you hooked up with. <laughs> What's up?" <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'm going to get back to work. <laughs> well, he will be on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Get him a guest. Look, spot. anyone that my friends have hooked up with will be on my show, and vice versa. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I have some really horrible people to send your way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what the sad thing is? Is that there's a, actually a much higher chance that I will eventually work up with work with one of the awful people that you've oh let my inside God. you. I would say it is inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Terrible to hear. Yeah. I terrible mean, as someone hear. who is addicted to shitting where I eat, uh, <laughs> you will work with someone that I have hooked up with. <laughs> I can't wait to text you. Um, all right. Oh, well, on that awful note, we're going to get started <laughs> and we're going to help you with some of your issues when we're back. And we're back. Mitro, we what, what do we have first? Oh, my God. We have a voicemail today that I think um, many people can relate to. I know both of us can yes. relate to. Uh, I'm, let's just get into it. Um, they've, set, they've set it up. <laughs> they've set it up. <laughs> I'm good at this. I was told this is a hotline for advice for a podcast from a comedian that I like. Uh, but I just wanted Which to one? reach out because <laughs> I feel like every night when I go to bed, I think I'm dying. Like, I've become convinced that I'm having weird heart palpitations or that I've found a weird bump on my head or something like that. And I'm, I've become completely convinced that I'm uh, going to die soon. And I think that's like an anxiety thing. But during, like, my regular life, I usually know that I'm not dying. And it all culminates in me getting on, like, WebMD or some other terrible thing that I know isn't good to do. So I could use advice on how to best believe that I'm not about to die. All right. Hope you're all doing well. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I got to say, I love that this caller sets up a mystery right off the front of the, front of the call. Yes. Which, Which comedian, comedian does he like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, and sometimes it's, it's clear where our callers are coming from, sort of Camp Joel or Camp Mitra. Yes, I would say that there's sort of like a, a timbre of the voice that mm-hmm, kind of gives mm-hmm. it away a for each of us. Yeah, yes, there is a frequency. That, that we can recognize. Um, but this one, I, I really honestly, could go it either could way. go either way. And that's, this, that's scary for And us. we'll never know. And that, and I don't want you to tell us. No, do, do not, not follow, update. Please update us about anything else. Do not tell us. No, because it could ruin you. us. It could it ruin could, this relationship. It could, because we both obviously want you on yeah, our team. Exactly. We are recruiters. We are recruiters. Um, that is what comedy And we're keeping is. track. Um, so uh, read this question, though. I will say I – this is something that I do all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Um, constantly think I'm dying. I'm a hypochondriac. I have um, – I'm also, to be fair, very sick a lot in many different ways, um, in many different holes. Um, mm. Just like I have – 
had many surgeries on my nose and my sinuses and my everything. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly sick. So I always think it's going to be something bigger than it is. I will say that the one thing that has helped me with my anxiety over my personal health is reading a lot about sort of um, the point of no return that we're at with a planet <laughs> and realizing that realistically we have maybe like 20 to 30 years um, left of a livable planet that of that of which that we know of, you know, before it all sort of goes to shit. And so knowing that and knowing that it, we're all sort of on borrowed time in that way has made me be like, oh, well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And and honestly, it might be better to die before it all goes to hell, you know? For sure. I think about that. I was just talking to my friend about that today. I was like, when it when it gets bad, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. No. Have like an air mask or something. No, never. No. Oh, and and oh my god, I don't want to be running <laughs> an air mask as if I would um, live. Air mask. Yeah. <laughs> you you rushing into the fucking like uh, no into never. Target. I no. need an air. I mask. I need an air mask. No one's able to help you. <laughs> I I I don't want to be running from nature. I no. like to run from a tidal wave or some sort of mm -mm. storm. Or, you know, any every single time we've felt even the tiniest 4.0 above earthquake in L.A., I've said, I'm ready. It's all over. Take me. Good. Sink, suck <laughs> me you. into a hole in the earth. I'm done. And and I honestly think, though it has honestly caused me to live my life slightly differently. Um, a, I've stopped stressing about the lumps and the, the, the heart palpitations. B, uh, now anytime I'm like almost sick and I'm like, I should stay home instead of going to this party. I'm like, no, I'm going to the party I'm living for now. I have a full-on sinus infection that will not stop me from snorting every single drug and putting it up my nose. That's so beautiful. And I, I, I will prolong this. And like, oh, my God, I'm not worried about like antibiotic resistance strains of anything anymore because I'm well, like – I'm like the opposite of that. I'm like, oh, I, I don't feel good. I don't want to go to this party. Life's so short. Why would I go to the party if I don't oh. want to go to the party? And see, that's, a, that's valid. That's yeah. totally valid. But it – Two sides of the same exactly. coin. And that's we're going to we die. <laughs> Either way, I think the point, uh, the our, our sort of brass tacks answer here mm -hmm. is is that your body is the least of your worries right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, you should be concerned about, I got a, when I was in Sacramento a couple weeks ago, I got a fucking alert on my phone, like an amber alert, that was an ozone layer warning. Oh because God. the ozone layer above Sacramento is apparently thinner than other parts of the country, and it made the <sighs> air quality dangerous for someone like me with asthma. Yeah, and it's like, I guess, just don't look at your phone before bed, but also the ozone layer is gone. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> what to do? Um, yeah, stay off WebMD. Um, oh, my God. Consider block it off your phone. There are these websites like self-control or whatever. You can download these apps that will just fully block websites yeah. for you. Just do it. If yeah, you think you're going to look at it, block it. Think about the last time you've successfully self-diagnosed anything from a website. You never have done it. So mm -mm. just stop, just give up and then sort of broaden your horizons more existentially to the end of the world and society as we know it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Focus I'd there. say, um, yeah, focus the group. Because once you there. accept it, I find it to be very comforting. I'm not there yet, but it will get there, <laughs> but I am trying to be. <laughs> yeah. Abuse your body a little bit more. All right. Um, what's next, Mitra? Speaking of bodies, we have an email, uh, and, uh, I think, uh, I'll just get into it. I'm going to school in Tallahassee. As Joel knows after visiting recently. <laughs> okay, we know who fucking, uh, who this person's a fan of. As Joel, I'll stop editorializing. As Joel knows after visiting recently, the people here are hot. At least the frat boys. It, I know it's awful to admit. 
Anyway, I've struggled with weight, and yeah, I'm a little obese and I've been trying to lose weight. I've lost about 25 pounds in the last couple months and haven't had one cheat day, and in my past history, whenever I cheat, I spiral and eat the entire town. My best friend from home is coming to visit for the first time, and we have a history together of destroying our bodies with every and any snack, drive through and soda, because we hate ourselves, but have fun. I don't know how I'm going to be with her for these next five days and not eat terribly. Do I break the barrier and eat good for one night and try to stop, or do I stay strong and focus on my body? Is it okay to break the diet for one night? It'll make me happy, but I'm not sure if I'll feel emotionally destroyed when she leaves and give up completely. Purging is not out of the question either. Let me know. Um, purging is absolutely out of the question. Purging out of the question. Out of the question for me. And I will say also, um, yes, I was in Tallahassee. I'm not going to go crazy and say that. Were you around frat boys? No, I don't think I was. Okay. So maybe you just Um, aren't seeing the right cross section of Tallahassee. Maybe that's possible. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to say that a diet that works is a diet that like works for you Mm -hmm. and is one that you like, you're able to stick to. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I think, and like, absolutely, I feel like cheat days are absolutely built into sort of like every diet under the sun is is sort of allows for that. And so you yeah. need. I think their worry is that like the cheat day is just going to sort of open spiral the out of dates. control. Yeah, I but, mean, I think you have to be kind to yourself. And if you, I mean, and every person has different, you know, things that they're trying to do. But if you really, really want something, then that's okay, and you don't need to make yourself miserable. But you know yourself, and it sounds like you don't want to do it. And well, and it's my thing is, it's like, it's about the consistency and she already has that. I mean, yes. to, for, to go 25 days on this, uh, on any diet, strict or not, is it's awesome is awesome and, and really, really hard. And to go that all that time without a cheat day, absolutely give yourself, Bill, I think you should be going, you should be having, letting yourself have a small a cheat day every single week. Every single week, you should be allowing yourself that. And, and again, like that will help you, I think, sort of build into your brain that like a cheat day does not mean binge eating. Yes. You know, I think the longer you wait, the more your desire is going to be to binge. And I think like if you allow yourself one day where you're you're just going to, you know, loosen up the reins a little bit, then God bless, do it. Yeah, be kind to yourself. But also be honest with your friend about what you're trying to do and like what your sort of goals and rules are for yourself. And you. it sounds like you really like your friend if you're spending five days together. So you can mm-hmm. probably have fun if you're not eating things that make you feel bad. I, I, there is this weird thing. And I, I experienced this when I started like focusing a little bit more on like fitness and my health and stuff like that. There's like, there's a weird embarrassment. Totally. When you start, when you're in, when you're at the beginning stages of it, like until you feel like you can only talk about it when you reach the end of your goals. I'm like trying to not drink right now. And I like roll my eyes when I tell people I'm not drinking. Like, cause I just want to like. Cause you don't feel like you own it or, or, or I don't know. For me, when I would like talk about going to the gym before, and I still feel this way, honestly, but like you, you, I don't, and maybe it's because of the community that we're a part of, like this, like everything is sort of rolled into like seven layers of irony. Yes. But like, it is sort of like, yeah, you know. Well, like, it's embarrassing to like try. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing, embarrassing to, to admit that there was a point where you weren't trying and like, now I have to yeah. try and I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of myself. It's yeah. like somehow embarrassing to want to feel better, feel good. And, um, it's okay to just say like. Yeah, and if so, you have to drench it in irony to get get through it, God bless. Yeah. <laughs> Roll your eyes while you say you don't want a milkshake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever gets you through it. But be nice to yourself, forgive yourself, have fun, but also like respect your own. And understand that it is this is the the journey you're embarking on now 
is a life thing. Yeah. Like it is hard for me. I I am such a creature of of like, oh my God, like I fucked up one time. I didn't go <sighs> to the gym today. I, I, I ruined the system. I didn't eat the way I wanted oh to my today. God. And now it's all ruined. Like I get I get I'm that. I, get I slept that. through a spin class last week and was like flagellating mm-hmm. all week. It was like, I can't believe I did that. I'm so humiliated. But it's you like, have to put it in perspective. Cares? <laughs> you have to put it in perspective and be like, this is this is a life thing for you now. Mm-hmm. And for you know, and so like, yeah, if it's one day or five, be kind. You, you will get back on track. And and it's going to be like don't I would say like take the emphasis off of the results for now a little bit. Like take the emphasis off of like how much weight you've lost and stuff like that and make it about like the day to day beyond this sort of five day moment with your friend and and know that you're making these changes and that's what it's about. Yeah. Cool. Have fun with your friend. Yeah. Drink that milkshake, girl. And do not purge. Do Stop not. that. All right. Let's take a break. So break's over. Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got another good one. We've got a call that we are excited to share with you. Let's go. Hello, Joel and Yutra. Okay, I'll just say it. Uh, I've been single for, I think, over 10 years now. And in those 10 years... I've probably only had sex like three or four times. So I'm basically a second virgin. Uh, Do you have any tips on how to get back out into the world? Um, I've only been with toxic, emotionally abusive men uh, before my uh, celibacy. And now I have not been attracted to anybody so I'm open to men, women, whatever. Um, I just don't really know where to start in either case. So give me some advice if you can. Thanks. Bye. Uh, so I, I want to say, as someone who has been single for 11 years now, um, and recently sort of like in the last year or so, really landed on this idea. I think like, like we feel this pressure to want certain things because it feels normal to want certain things. Mm -hmm. And I, in the last year have sort of really been landed on this idea that like, maybe I don't want to be in a relationship. And, and this is like apart from the call a little bit, but it is just like, it's freeing to like, uh, to sort of let go of that in a certain way and sort of really examine myself and be like, Am I, have I ever been happy trying to date? Have I ever, I've never gone on a single date that has made me happy. Not a single one. Because mm. every time I'm on a date, I'm like, I'm on a date, I'm on a date, I'm on a date. And yeah. that makes me in. Well, there's so much pressure. Bad. Yeah. And, and like release, I want you to really consider, because it, I mean, it, you've said it, you said it in the call. I haven't been attracted to anybody recently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then where is this the now desire to be like, you can't force that if you're not attracted to somebody like re-examine what is making you unhappy. You know, I, I just like, don't think that you can find, you can like sort of bring that to, 
your life in any certain way. You know, like if, if you're if, if if in your life you have not met a single person that you have even thought about in that way, then maybe you're fine. Maybe you're okay. And that's fine. I don't and know. I, and I also think like if you are really looking, like I think the things that I've seen that like when I see it really work for my friends – like I am, a, I as I've previously stated, love to date within my communities, <laughs> which <laughs> do not recommend. And um, or maybe you know, but but also like putting yourself in situations where you're meeting people that you wouldn't otherwise meet. Like I feel like putting yourself in a situation where you're meeting, you're you know, there are all those like meetup apps yeah. and stuff like that. Like, do you have a hobby? Do you have something that you're interested in? Like I like. You know, like there's like meetup in LA where like you can like I I was looking at like meetups for soccer teams yeah. and stuff and just meeting people that way and seeing if that might be a route that is interesting for you. Yeah. And not being like afraid of online dating and all yeah, that. I've I, really I, seen it work for a lot of people. And there it's not like it's not all Tinder or Grinder. You know, it's not like these like hookup apps like get on okcupid and yes. write a really long ass profile and totally. like really like dip dip your your toe in there uh, the well, thing it's is also it, like you have to imagine that there are people like you on those yeah. apps that want the things that this you is want such a common thing i i will say too like don't uh, it sounds like this person is really hung up on sort of the stats of it all of like mm-hmm. i've only had sex with four people i've only i've been single for 10 years and it's like if you're coming at it because you're you're neurotic about these numbers feeling off to you, then that is not the right reason to get to then you sort of like force yourself into romantic situations because you feel like you're off the trend or it's, you know, like yeah, nobody's going to care. It's, so, if it's so you arbitrary. Like haven't been with enough people. Like for some people you haven't been with enough for some people who've been with too many. Yeah. So it's like, don't worry about it. No one's thinking about it. No one, like nobody cool cares. It, it was so funny. Cause I was talking to a mutual friend of ours um, who works at SNL and was talking to Adam Sandler about this very thing and was being sort of neurotic and was like, yeah, I've never been in a, a real long-term relationship. And I feel like that makes me weird. And that makes, and like the person that I do end up being in a long term relationship will be like, it's weird that you've never been in a long term relationship. And Adam Sandler, of all people, said to this person, actually, um, it's that's amazing. Imagine getting into a relationship with someone who does not have years and years of baggage with three other, <laughs> with with like three other people, uh, in their lives. And what a what a remarkable thing. I think that's incredible. And I think like, yeah, I don't know, just like maybe you don't want it. And I'm projecting because that's how I'm feeling right now is that like this weight of like, oh, my God, like for so long I wanted to be in a relationship so I could say I was in a relationship. Right. I mean, yeah, you don't have to do anything. But if you're interested in it, shake up the patterns. I think that will be maybe at least for me, like I think I – I have seen that work wonders for people is just putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, whatever that means for you, whether it's online or finding something cool and fun to do or going to a party that makes you a little uncomfortable or something like that or like not uncomfortable in a bad way, but like, oh, my God, should I go? Go. I'm going to assume that this person is sort of like in their 30s because of the 10 years thing, but I I could be wrong about that. But I, I will say that like it's absolutely like after a while. You're just seeing the same goddamn people all the time. Mm-hmm. And you got to do anything to shake Do yourself other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good luck. 
Onwards and upwards. I believe we have an email. Now. We do have an email. Um, I will go ahead and yeah, read. Guys, this is something I, that did, we... I, I refuse to bring my laptop. It's true. I will say um, Joel is very anti-laptop I, in this I, space. I'm sort of hoisting all of the labor on Demetra's shoulders and... You know what? Loving every second of Not it. Not going to apologize. Because no, and you know why you shouldn't apologize is because it's going to get me one step closer to your love and affection. <laughs> <laughs> All right, read it, bitch. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm moving to New York soon and I'm scared I'm going to be lonely. Any tips on making friends? In parentheses, using this ridiculous email address from fifth grade because it doesn't have my name in it, feel free to make up a name, but please don't say the email address on the pod as some people may also recognize it as my old AIM screen name. Got it. <laughs> all right. Cool. The First audacity. We're going to read your email address out loud. Oh my now. God. Yeah. And we did Google image. Uh, we, we did Google it and we did find your name. Address. Full name. Social security number. And your driver's license number. And romantic history. And, we're gonna, and, and it's we're colorful. Share it all. <laughs> I would also like to point out that this, if this person, we're not going to say it, but no. this, that the fact that this person's AIM screen name is this email address. Is so funny to me. Oh my God. I, I will um, say, like, I wish we could share it um, because it is, it's so funny. And, and, the and you'll thing never that be we able to can guess. do on this podcast or any medium mm-hmm. is talk about how funny a thing is that we can't share. We cannot <laughs> share it. But I want you and your, the, every list, every person listening to this to imagine the funniest <laughs> word that you can conjure in your shitty little brain. And that is this person's uh, AI and screen name. God one, bless. One, I did not even realize how funny this word was until I read it in the context of it being someone's AI screen name. And I, I just want to say, if if you made this screen name, you're going to have a great time. Yeah, you're going to have friends. a great time. I want to be your friend. Yeah, it's immediate. <laughs> like, it's so immediate. I want to know everything uh, about this person because this is um, – a psycho email address. It's a psycho choice. I love At, it. In fifth grade, too. It is such a fifth grade person. Oh, my God. But AI it's also name. funny now. I, we have to stop talking about we it. We have to. <laughs> but it is. Oh, my God. Oh, if only you guys could see it. Ooh, only you guys I could read it anything. on a Google Doc. I can't stop thinking about it. Okay. Uh, okay. But so, here's the thing. So I'm going to assume this person is out of college, A, because the AIM sort of dates them in that yes. way. And B, I think, like, the answer of how to make friends is obvious when you're going to college, even in New York. Yeah. Um, but we've both done this. Mm-hmm. Um, we, outside of the school context, we moved to New York. Yes. Now, unfortunately, I will say I made most of my friends in the worst possible way you could make friends, which is doing stand-up comedy Yes. Um, in New York. I, w- I moved with basically no friends in New York and went to open mics um, every single night. And that is where I met. Every single dirt bag that's sort of um, punctuated my life in my mid-20s in New York. And I would say mine is actually maybe more bone-chilling, which is that I met most of mine in the sketch and improv scene. Woof. Okay. Yeah. So um, – But also – We don't need – we don't recommend that. But – Also, it's a great yeah. way to make friends. It really is. It's a great <laughs> it's way a great to ruin way to your life but make friends along the way. Yes. If you want to spend a lot of money and then make a few friends forever, mm-hmm. sound, that actually is a great deal. If you want to <laughs> spend um, the better part of the hours from 6 to 2 a.m. sitting in a dark bar or long, with people uh, with uh, with mental illnesses that both complement yours and also contrast and sort of um, uh, I would say <laughs> conflict with yes, yours. exacerbate, um, for sure. Yeah, um, and, and, and again, do it for no money and spend a lot of money on the drinks that you're required to yes, buy in lose, order to participate. Lose Lose money. money, a net loss. Actively lose money. Um, <laughs> then but do that. It is really fun. <laughs> it is really fun, yeah. And, um, and, and honestly, it's brought us here yes. to this amazing career that totally. we, we now have. But, um, um, I would say, um, I know we just said this to the person before, but uh, like 
finding like fun activities to do, go to shows. Um, also, like I think I'm I'm experiencing this in LA right now because I moved here recently, which is like if someone seems cool, just ask them to hang out. Most of the time they do, and it's just awkward. It feels like embarrassing for whatever reason to be like, do you want to hang out mm-hmm. with me? And it's like it's vulnerable to it feels like, you know, the same feeling of like asking someone out on a date, asking a new potential yeah. friend to get dinner or something. But it all it almost always is such a blast. I've like never regretted doing it. I will say too that in New York it's easier than LA because everyone is so desperate to get out of their apartments in New yes. York. Everyone, no one wants to. In fact, I, I, I think you will most likely find your friends in one uh, out of the group of seven people that you'll end up living with in New York because yes. <laughs> um, that you, that is the average roommate count in New York right now is seven people. That is actually not no joke. That is how many roommates I had the first year that I lived in New York. <sighs> and it was dark. It was really dark. A lot of them were into... Um, uh, as silks. Oh. Like pink. I was living with pink uh, at with the pink. time. But um, no, I will say uh, aerial silks. Strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, incredible. Actually, the, the one that I liked the best was really into aerial silks. But uh, that I digress. I will say, um, too, find um, activities that where it's sort of natural to hang out after them. Yes. Like, um, like join a, a, an intramural dodgeball league. Yeah. You know? And there then, are like, so many after. activities and there are so many, like, you can always ask somebody. There's so many, like, fun, cheap things to do that you can always have a fun, like, if you don't want to just sit and talk to somebody, you can be like, let's go see this show. Let's yeah. go do this weird thing. There's a million things and there's always something fun to do. So take advantage of that and, like, date in the sense of like making friends like ask people on a little date and get dinner with people and get drinks and shit and and of course um take improv <laughs> uh, i will say i'm i um there's only like a couple people in my life who i feel comfortable with hanging out one on one so if you can i mean i don't i'm assuming you're working there on a job like fold in as many people as you can because mm-hmm. that makes me feel a lot more comfortable, especially with new friends. Is don't try and force like a one-on-one. Oh, thing interesting. If I love not. a one-on-one. Oh, see, I, 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 and this is partially why I don't like dating mm. is I don't like spending time with people one-on-one. I get really um, uncomfortable and and tense in group settings. I prefer see, one-on-one. I feel much more when I'm on one-on-one with someone. I feel a lot of pressure to carry my weight socially. Oh, see, I feel the opposite where I'm like, I don't feel like I can be like the life of the party enough to talk Mm. in front of a group. (laughs) See, I am very happy to sort of blend in with the scenery in a group. Me too. I I want to disappear. Get in my, you know, my bits here and there and sort of, um, but I am a a constant observer and that's comfortable for me. And I like that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, you've gotten two different sort of strategies and you can figure out which one works best for you. And then email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com and tell us which one is better. Yeah, and um, let us know who your favorite host is, yeah. as always. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to have one person's name in, 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 an, in it and not the other. And, of course, yeah. all fitness questions uh, go, to, go to me. All period questions go to me. Yes. So period. just Anything to do with a vagina. Yes. Yeah. So Or the labia. Yes, and, and Joel has things. learned the word labia, so we, he is throwing it around. He's so excited to be saying labia. Listen, you won't remember what it is if you don't use it in a sentence. I know. I'm 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 genuinely so stoked that you know what a labia is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with a call. A chope. What? <laughs> wait, wait, we can't go to the break because I did just say dope, but with a J. Jope. 
<laughs> and that tells you we've been recording too many episodes. This has to stay in the podcast. I want people to see the softer Jope. side of Joel. <laughs> okay, and bye-bye. This has been Joe. <laughs> All right, we are back, and we and to are... end things out, we have um we have another person that you know is struggling, and again, this is a sort of situation where it's like, what is the question underneath this question? Yes, you and know? that's sort of we like to think of ourselves as I, I mean, many people have said this about us, but we are sort of emotional archaeologists, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. we're really interested in cracking through the sediment and finding the beautiful yes. question that lies underneath. The, so the 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 Dead Sea Scrolls of your question. Yes. I'm trying to think of another metaphor and I can't, Mm -mm. so I'm not going to. Not smart. And I wouldn't wouldn't put anyone through that. No. No. We don't have the time. We (laughs) don't have the time. They've already listened to an an entire episode. (laughs) Um, So uh, let's, yeah, let's pull it up. Let's listen to it. Hey, so I have a quick question. Uh, I just turned 18. Um, I'm a young, twinkly-looking fellow, and I just got in all the apps, you know, Tinder, Grindr. And it seems like the only people I match with are pedophiles. So um, how do I basically avoid matching with people who have to go door-to-door because they were uh, put on saying as naughty list if you catch my drift? That's all. All right. First of all, I want to say that despite being only 18 years old, this person does sound like a latter-day Francis McDormand character. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That is like (laughs) a twinkly fella. Oh yeah! If you catch my drift, yeah, it's like an, an amazing. So I want to know so much about this person. Yes, 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 yes. But initial thoughts. I mean, my thing is, is th- I, I get it. I, the the thing, I, it's so weird now to be third in my thirties and just and, but like, you're eighteen, like. By definition, nobody can be a pedophile with you. I don't know how he. I, I'm I'm struggling to understand like what the question is here. And I will say, from my experience in my 30s now, getting messages from guys who are in their like 19, 20, 18, like that range, I'm always like, oh no no, oh mm-hmm. no no. Like I feel so uncomfortable. It's a, for a couple of different reasons. One, I oh I like just a couple of weeks ago I had to be like, this is you will find this creepy someday. And he was like, no, 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 I won't. And I was like, no, absolutely, you will turn 30 and you will recall all the 30-year-olds that you fucked when you were 18 and be like, oh, that person was damaged. Well, and I'll say, like, moving to New York and spending so much of my early 20s surrounded by straight men in their early to Mm mid-30s and seeing the age range that they had on their dating profiles and being completely horrified by it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, that that will haunt me for the rest of my life. Um, it does. And the thing is with gay men, I will say that the age range is like eventually because I have so many close gay friends and um, a, 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 like so many of them from ages 25 to 55 who all roughly have the same emotional maturity. Sure. <laughs> we all have the same, basically living the same lives. It but is I just think like if, but, if you can't drink legally. Yeah. What are you doing? But, I mean, but I also get being in a place maybe – I mean, I'm interested to see where this person is roughly geographically mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I, I'm sure, like, a lot of times it's, like, an accessing and just not being able to find people yeah. maybe that you 
can hook up with. So I definitely have sympathy for that. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to this person. But I also, and I, I want to say this before we talk to them, but um, you should be having sex with people who are equally as bad as you at having <laughs> sex when you're that young. Totally. Truly. Because I, listen, I've done college tours. I've had sex with people in their early 20s. I try to avoid it. I don't do it now. I have carded. But I, <laughs> I don't do it now because you forget there is like this like fetish with youth, like, oh, yeah. I want to have sex with someone in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. And then you have sex with someone in their early 20s and you remember. It's everyone all, for was me, bad. it was all fear. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> Every decision I made was, was fear based. At having sex. And, and no one knows what they want. No. no one knows how their body works, barely. I mean, I just remember one time like hooking up with someone and I didn't know what it really felt to me mm-hmm. for, to like have an orgasm or something. And I was like, yeah, like I think I probably came like five or six times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then I think about that now and I'm like, that is so horrifying that yeah. A, that I said that and B, that I thought that I just didn't know. Um, so yeah, God bless anyone. You want to be, yeah. You just want to be <laughs> having, having sex with someone who has, is having equally bad or- orgasms. Yes. Or not having them or at not all. Or not having and them at all and just not are. knowing. Yeah. Yes. Someone who is a uh, blissfully ignorant as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's, well, let's get to the bottom of this. Let's figure out what's really going on here. Yeah. We'll, we'll call this <laughs> twinkly looking fellow. Twinkly fellow. looking fellow. Right, let's call our twinkly looking fellow. Hello. Hello. Is Hi. this a twink? <laughs> hey. Oh my God. This is Joel. And this is Mitra. Hi. Oh my gosh. Huge fan. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. We, we, we can bleep out your name. We if can you bleep want. out your name if there oh. are, is oh, only one Andrew in your town. Okay. okay. Well, that, that is troubling I'm already. It's fine. You can bleep whatever. No, 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 no. We're we're gonna leave it in. Um, leave and it in. if you're the only Andrew in your town, and everybody finds out that you called uh, this podcast, then that's on you. Okay. We <laughs> want you to that's know. On me. So we have a we have a, just a couple of follow up questions about your call. Yes. Um, just mm-hmm. sort of trying to figure out what the real issue is here, because here's the thing. Here's the bottom line mm-hmm. of the, the just the brass taxes of how to solve your issue is on Tinder specifically. Mm-hmm. You can change the age settings. Yes. So that you don't see anybody above the age Wait, that you don't really? want to see. Oh my wow. god. Okay. Wow. Okay. This might so be the first time actually, we've actually helped someone. This, 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 is, yeah. this is truly this is the first time it's up. Oh it's my happened. god. Yes. Go in there and you can adjust the age range of the people that you want to see and hook up with. Yeah. You do what not have that's, I've been getting like sixty year old men. Like, oh my this is god. <laughs> this that is, I'm shaking. I, we truly were like, well, certainly it can't be this issue. It has to be something yeah, deep and deep and that. psychological going on with this boy that he cannot turn the age settings <laughs> to a certain setting for him. Oh my god! But wow, yeah. the feeling of like no, all my deep psychological issues are way less obvious than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, how do you wait? So I'll Google it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, we'd be happy to walk you through <laughs> <laughs> the Tinder, the I'll Tinder wait. settings. <laughs> Go yeah. to, I, I want to say there's a gear. Probably, I'm sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, there's like a gear and like a slider, right? Yeah, a you gear can... and then you go in and then there's a slider. So look for okay, the gear and then look for the slider. <laughs> Someone who has it. <laughs> get, get on the gear. And get on the, the gear. I'm Listen, <laughs> you've okay. called Tinder support. What if you could call Tinder support? And this is what this was. Look for the gear. Are you looking? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking right now. Hello? I'm yeah, sweating. No, no, we're no, here. I we're just, waiting I need, for you. I need this <laughs> to happen. Yeah, I just think it. It's yes. Okay. Oh. So, what is the age range that you're looking for? At 18, uh, I'm I'm looking for someone around my age. I think like the oldest I would probably vibe with would be like 
thirties. Whoa! Maybe, <laughs> no, no, Andrew, thirty. No? Bro, I want a man. I don't want a boy. Okay, but you are a boy. That's the thing, Andrew. Yeah, I, I want a boy. <sighs> But here's the like, thing, Andrew, is that someday you will turn 30 and you will be creeped out. Retroactively, you will be creeped out by every man that you hooked up with in your 30s. I know. I that's know. True. You, you, it, and it's something you will not understand for another 12 years. But when you reach that point, you will wonder what was wrong with that person for wanting to fuck me, an 18-year-old. Yes, I can say from, yeah. I would say at 26, you can experience that regret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't no, even with, take until 30. <laughs> I would say, you know, yeah. why wait? <laughs> Definitely. With casual hookups, I'm looking for more around my age, but like, if I'm talking to someone genuinely like thinking of starting a relationship, I don't care how old they are, really. Where I mean, you- as long as it's not like really, really old. Oh, what is really, really good? Especially if they're super rich. That's a huge plus for me. I, mm. I love this energy you're bringing to the table, Andrew. I have to say, <laughs> Thank I you. love Thank it. You. Um, now, I, I love this new generation, this sort of. Are you in Gen Z? Are you considered Gen Z? I guess I'm just I was born in 2000, so I'm right on the cusp. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mm. Um, where geographically are you? You don't have to say exactly, just like you can say I'm like in Midwest. The of Bumble, New Jersey. <laughs> Geographically, oh, uh, tough. I don't. I mean, I don't want to give my town away, but it's New Jersey. You don't have to. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, it's a small state. We get it. Um, yeah. Are you yeah. going now? Are you still in high school? Or are you going to college soon? I'm going to college. I'm actually moving to the city in two weeks. So. Oh my god! Oh my god. The world is going to explode. For you are you. gonna. It's gonna be so different, and you won't <laughs> even have to. You won't even have to look at anyone over the age of 24. You really won't. They're going to be so no, many me people kind of for you to meet. Like a silver fox, like a like an but Andy like, Bravo who will just like I don't who? know. Andy Foster. Bravo. Andy Bravo. As an Andy. <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, Andy he is our father, Andy Bravo. That sounds <laughs> I like the shit out of Andy Bravo. Oh, but have you? Are you even having sex? Like, I want to be honest. You uh, be honest actually, with. Actually, not recently, but um, I I have. I kind of went crazy a little bit, but oh my you god. know, oh my god, reeling it in. And, and and I will say to you, anytime you go and visit uh, a grinder hookup in New York, you text at least three people the address. Okay, do that for me. Oh yeah, of course. Okay, text actually email email urgentcarepod at gmail.com <laughs> the address of every hookup before you go, so that I know <laughs> where to send the police when you go missing. Awesome. Okay, Andrew. All right, thank you so All much. Right. Um, good luck. Nice good luck at film you. school. I think oh you're gonna. It's, you've you've you, got stories to you tell. You got stories to tell, Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Goodbye. Take okay, care. Okay, bye. Wow. I hope that um, he makes a good movie. <laughs> I bet he will. Here's the thing. He's going to make a great movie. He's going to make a great movie. The, I truly can't wait for whatever movie Andrew makes because <laughs> he's got a perspective and a sense of humor a and a lot of stuff I feel on. like we're going to be arrested for that call. Like, I, I just feel... <laughs> he's 18. I know he's 18, but I just feel like... I know. I felt very out of my depth. <laughs> I really did. And I, I, I really expected it to sort of be like, okay, Andrew, like, stop having sex with people who are older than you. And then it's like, maybe I'm having sex with people who are too old for me. Maybe I should be having sex with people who It really, um, I'm shaken. Andrew's level. Yeah, I feel shaken. Um, I did feel that I had something to offer that person and then immediately felt like I had nothing. Nothing, yeah. Nothing to offer anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I mean... 
Okay, you guys. Well, so another perfect episode. Another perfect episode <laughs> on the books here at Urgent Care. And we both, and I want to be clear here, Mitra and I both feel really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About- well, I mean, I do, I genuinely feel great relief that he knows about the age range thing. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I'm shocked I, that we reached a solution something so quickly. Something so tangible, something so tangible that we can, so we can both point to in our old age and say, we helped someone. Yes. To know that we've given one little kernel of advice mm-hmm. in the 400 episodes we've recorded so far and the thousands of people we've tried to help. A tangible change. He did it on the phone with us. (laughs) I'm shaking. I'm sweating. I have to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so if you need help um, with your Tinder profile or really any... (laughs) Anything at all, anything at all, um, please give us a call here at Urgent Care, 323-334-0371, 323-334-0371. Email us the addresses of all your grinder hookups <laughs> at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. And once again, we are not experts. This is not um, a legally binding advice. No. We cannot be held accountable for anything exactly. we say. We are truly Truly doing our best. <laughs> okay. Andrew, oh my God. Be safe. Please be safe. We okay. love you. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>